0: Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Half past eight though on the home straight and we continue our discussion on the show that is meant to educate and inspire you about the world of sports, specifically in South Africa. Now, if you did not know, then Sonia Laxton is one of the true greats of South African running. She has been running since the 70s and continues to do so to this very day. She has overcome... Some serious challenges, having been hit by a car about five years ago, uh, seriously injured. But six months later, she was back on the road. She's also run alongside the likes of Zola Budd. And an interesting fact is that when Zola Bud broke that 5,000-meter uh, world record, Sonia Laxton was in the race. So let's hear from uh, the, one of the great dames of running in South Africa uh, about how she started and where she hopes to end up. This is part one with a part two set to come next week. Stay tuned. The Home
1: Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. Um, hello, I'm Sonia Laxton. Um, I started running when I was still sale. Um I was at high school in Port Elizabeth at Pearson High School, and um, I was in Standard 7 at that stage and um, we just had to run. We were kicked out of uh, class at the end of the day and told to run. No training like it is these days. So if you just happen to be a little bit faster than your classmates, um, you made the team. And in those days also it was only sprints, 100, believe it or not, 100 yards, 150 yards. (laughs) and girls couldn't run any further because I don't know people thought the poor girls would die or something so that's how I started doing 100 yards and 200 yards oh, sorry 150 eventually went up to 200 so for my four years at uh, school I, I ran um, in my f- final year in, in matric I did get a coach external coach and then I started running slightly better but you know being a a big fish in a small pond in PE I, I did reasonably well you know broke a couple of Eastern Province records then in 1966 uh, when I left school I came to the, my dad was actually he was a magistrate and he was transferred to Paris. so instead of going to roads that where I was supposed to go I didn't want to go too far away from home so I went to Wits University and um, You know, I studied um, BSc in biochemistry, and she ended up with an MSc. But um, my running really took a nosedive. Now I was a little fish in a huge pond, and on a on a good day, I was like second last um, in the sprints. Then uh, the girls were allowed to run a little bit further, and I moved up to the 400. Um, I started, well, it was about my third, fourth year, I started training um, with an external coach, Jan Barnard, and he advised me to do longer distances. I, I think he saw I didn't have too many fast twitch fibers. <laughs> so he told me to do the 800s and eventually moved up to the 1500 meters, as I say, because females were then allowed to run a little bit further. And I found my niche there. Um, I started, you know, doing a little bit better, winning a couple of races, and um, you know, ran for the university, ran for Diggers as well, um, because Wits actually didn't have too many girls. I was the first girl for I don't know how many years, so I was a bit lonely. Lo- lovely um, male um, athletes, but no females. That's why they gave me permission to run for Diggers. Mm-hmm. Um, Eventually when I left um, um, Wits, I I had met my husband Ian, I'd met him at Wits, we got married in 1974, and in 75 he got a position in Durban, so off we careered to Durban, and I must say the running, especially the cross country in Durban was lovely, we had lovely courses, nice atmosphere, the track wasn't good at all. There were very few girls doing the 800 and the longer distances on the track. So I ended up running with with the boys or with the men, which wasn't very nice. Um, but then later on, I decided I'd try my hand at um, the road running. So... Um, I did a few road races. Um, also, found them very interesting and enjoyable. Then, in 1978, Ian and I moved back to Joburg. He got a job there. Um, I, since I, I had uh, in Durban, I would worked at well. If we go back a step, when uh, before, uh, before I got married and when I left Varsity, I worked at the Chamber of Mines in the laboratory there. Mm. Then, when we went to Durban, I lectured at Durban-Westfield University. Coming back year, I lectured at the then Ra University, um, and afterwards um, got a position at EPAL, the, the animal food place, uh, because it was slightly closer to home. Um, started running, you know, I then started running for, for wanderers, also, you know, track cross country and road enjoying them all and um, then in 1982 end of 81 82 couldn't understand why I had this funny injury that didn't want to heal wasn't feeling too well well that injury happened nine months later Mm -hmm. when (laughs) I produced our little girl um, Kim who's now what, 36 years old and is a successful psychiatrist after studying at VIT and has got her own practice here in, in Jobu. Um, Kim started running with me when she was at school, and at eight, she started taking an, um, an interest in running. So we did a lot of training together. At the, um, at the moment, we still. Well, she, uh, she jogs, I sprint flat out to keep up with her So she does, we run about Two or three mornings a week We do run together Which is very nice for me And uh, a slow run for her But, you know, as I say, we do um, I give her a hand uh, she, or she gives me a handicap And so we, we manage to train together mm-hmm. uh,
0: and, and And when did you realise That you had some running talent Because I think it was it was around that time that um you started you know running the 1500 meters uh, that south africans kind of gotta kind of woke up to sonia laxton and a few other uh promising female athletes around that time of the late 70s early
1: 80s yes um i was, well first did the 800 moved up to 1500 Um, Being coached first um, just after, well, at Varsity by um, Jan Barnard. Then when we came back from Durban, I was coached by um, Stuart Banner, who also coached March Viasconaro, the 800 runner. And um, I think with their help, they helped me to do, I think, reasonably good times. Um, I was the first girl to break uh, 420 in the 1500. Um, I got down to an SA record, which obviously subsequently has been annihilated. I did 4.13,1 for for the 1,500. Um, The 3,000, I broke nine minutes. Um, In those days, there were some good runners as well. Serena Cronier, her son, uh, used to be a very good runner as well. And, of course, old Zola Bad was was floating around, I must say. I've never beaten Zola. (laughs) She's always been one step ahead of me But I was in the race when she broke the world record Mary Decker's world record in the 5000 I was about a lap and a half behind her But I was second And Ilana, she was Ilana Meyer or Fonseil at that time She was um, fourth in the same race Uh, You know, I'd... uh, when I then moved to the older categories, say um, first of all, you know, 40s, um, you know, then you can't really compete with, with all the youngsters in the 20s and 30s, so it does give you an added incentive of trying to see how how well you can run in the older ca- age categories. Um, and, you know, I think I've still got a few essay records for the for the 40s from um, the 10,000, uh, 10Ks, 15Ks, 21 and 42 um, and then obviously went into the 50s, 60s and now unfortunately I'm sitting in the 70 year age category but I'm still a baby there, only about six months into that, that age category so hopefully I can do a few faster times there. Um,
0: do, do you ever think of um, because you mentioned that time you mentioned Zola Pade. I remember speaking to Ilana Mayer about it um, and that that difficult time during sporting isolation in South Africa when um, we just competed um, uh, internally in South Africa without much hope of competing internationally. Ilana Mayer spoke of how she'd given up on on the Olympics. By the time that 1992 rolled around because she felt that she had been in great shape for an 88 olympics but of course south africa wasn't allowed to participate do you ever think of perhaps what might could have been or or that you could have participated at an olympic games perhaps in the in in 82 or 84 80 or 84 i
1: beg your pardon um i suppose one does because um i did qualify for five olympics but, you know, we weren't allowed to. Um, in 1976, we were still in Durban, but there was a, a South African team going overseas, not to the Olympics, obviously, but we were going overseas, and we had our kit and everything. It was two weeks before a departure. We were then totally kicked out. So that um, trip never happened. I've still got my blazer that I was given then. Um, but, you know, I suppose one does wish you could have done things like that but it's no use crying over spilt milk, milk but um, so you do, we just made use of of the, um, the opportunities we had Yeah, we had very good opportunities there were some good athletes and our SA Champs was good and, if, and they set us certain goals if you ran a certain time in whatever distance you could then get spring by colours <laughs> The home straight. The home straight. Kaya FM 95.9.
0: So that was part one of our chat to running legend Sonia Laxton. And isn't it refreshing just to hear the great honesty with which she speaks and no sense of regret about what could have happened was South Africa. We're South Africa, I beg your pardon, allowed to participate during the years of sporting isolation. And uh, she mentioned Zola Bad there. Zola Bad, whom we've spoken to on this show maybe some four or five years ago. uh, A great athlete whom Sonia never got to beat. Yeah, Zola really was very much world class. Zola Bad. Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.